welcome to the monthly Skill Bites show, where we share information that is geared to helping you succeed in your business. This is Judy Weintraub, CEO of Skill Bites and host of this show. If you want to position yourself as an expert, one of the best ways to do that is to become a published author. Skill Bites author platform provides the easiest way to get a book written and published. Today, I am delighted to have with us Terry Wildeman. Terry coaches leaders and socially conscious entrepreneurs in how to work with the inward journey, how to merge it with solid business systems and practices to manifest breakthrough and attract success. She has published a book and co-authored five books and has received numerous certifications. She's also a Reiki master. Today, her talk is on the inner journey. Are you an entrepreneur wanting to improve relationships at work and home, to attract more sales and money, do work that you love, feel better, and live life on your terms? Well, you can. A very powerful force is at work in your business and life, and it's called the law of attraction. Right now, it is attracting situations and relationships into your life, and some could use some major improvement. In this interview, certified law of attraction trainer and attractionpreneur business coach Terry Wildeman will share the three steps to manifesting a simple and a simple results formula to help you get clear on how to attract more of what you want and less of what you don't want. So Terry, welcome to the show today. We're so delighted to have you. Thank you. It's thrilling to be here with you. I know you've got a busy schedule, so we really appreciate you taking your time out. Can you start by explaining what is the law of attraction? The law of attraction is energy. It's something that's with us 24-7, and it's been with us since the beginning of time. Every generation uh, presents the law of attraction in a different way. In the Bible, it's as simple as ask and it is given. So every you know generation, new authors just present the same information in the way that that generation will understand it. Uh, in the beginning of our generation, of my generation, your generation, it was Napoleon Hill in the, in the very beginning who interviewed masters of business, masters of industry, and he was able to come up with different ways that these masters of industry work through what they, what we now call law of attraction. Today, movies such as The Secret and uh, Law of Attraction by Michael Loger, uh, the book Law of Attraction by Michael Loger, these are the, the ways that information on this very valuable topic have reached us. Okay. You say it's energy. How does energy yes. attract things? Well, it's law and effect. What you put out there is what comes back to you. It's uh, When you look at uh, energy, like, for example, you put a plug into a wall. You expect that plug into the wall, the energy, the electricity, to operate whatever it is that you're operating. It's a very similar thing. If you equate the plug as you and you plug into universal energy, for example. Um, universal energy is what is w running our world, our universe. 
you plug into that with the right words, thoughts, feelings, emotions, you're going to get back a lot of that. And it all depends on your mindset. Uh, we are walking, talking electromagnetic fields. We are all we have enough electricity in our body, all of us, to be able to really generate a huge amount of electricity, and we actually do. Uh, what a lot of people don't realize is that you can measure the energy of the heart, the heart organ, six to ten feet away from the body in a 360-degree circumference. So we are walking and talking energy fields. So that's so, what I mean by energy. How do we how do we control the plug so that we get back what we're looking for? Well, there's a there is a formula that I use that helps people understand how they create the results. The very first part of this formula is you look at your perception. We all have mindsets. We all have perceptions about certain things. And those perceptions, when we come into this world, we are, you know, we're little babies. We're not formed yet. Okay, but what forms us is our environment and the people that we live with and their thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So our perceptions of things that happen is what helps to mold our mindset, thus our results. So your perception, if you can imagine five boxes, your perceptions are in box number one. An event happens. Okay, that event influences box number one, the perception. So we're going, I'm going to reach down into that box, and I'm going to throw it into the next box, which is words. So there are words that we use that illustrate how we feel about that perception. So those words, I'm going to pull out of them and throw them into box number three. Box number three are our thoughts. Our thoughts are energies based on the words and based on the perceptions. And then I'm going to pull those thoughts out. And I'm going to put them in, in box number four. Box number four are our vibes, our energy, how we feel. And that box can be either positive or negative based on the positive or negativity of box number three, positive or negativity of box number two, positive or negativity of box number one. Each one builds on the other. The result of those vibes equals our, uh, the, what those vibes, all four of those boxes do, is equal box number five, which is our results. So our results are created by our vibes, positive or negative, going backwards, that are created by our thoughts, going backwards, that are created by our words, that are created by our perceptions of what is going on around us. Does that answer your question on the results? Well, it certainly gives me uh, a path to the results. I guess what what that leads to is how to how do you get boxes one, two, three, and four to lead to the results that you want? Well, you focus on what it is you do want. So remember what I was saying about an event. Okay, an event happens. And say, say it's, um, I'm going to use the example of a car accident. Okay, I'm going to use the example of something that happened three years ago. Uh, 
we it was time for us to uh, my car I lost the transmission on it and we had made a decision I had a child in college that we were just going to replace the transmission so what we did was my, my husband backed out the next day it was second first gear and he was driving it to the place where we were going to have the transmission replaced and seven minutes later I get a phone call and I and I hear this Terry we don't need a new transmission, we need a whole new car. Can you come up to the top of the hill? And I did. I went up to the top of the hill, and there stood my husband, and there was my car completely totaled. Uh, a car had come down, and out of nowhere, as my husband says, and literally sheared off the front of the car. If he had pulled out a second later, the man would not be here today. So the result was, that we had a very unfortunate situation of being without a car and being without transportation and being in an accident. It was our choice to look at that as being a really bad thing or being a really good thing. And what I chose to look at is my husband was alive. I was so grateful and appreciative that the man was alive. So now that I knew that the man was alive and healthy, What's the next step? We start researching for a new car. So this is where the law of attraction steps come in. Step number one, which we were going to talk about today. And anyway, so this is a perfect segue. Step number one is identifying what you want. I went in and did my research. So the accident happened on a Thursday. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I went online and I researched all the minivans. We knew we wanted a minivan because of our active lifestyle. And it came down to either Toyota Sienna or Honda Odyssey. And then we were talking about cars. And we went to different dealerships and we rode used ones and new ones and on and on and on. We did our due diligence. Monday, I dropped my husband off at the airport. Now, step number one in law of attraction is identifying what you want. Step number two is giving it attention. And that's what I did. I gave it tons of attention by doing the research to get really, really clear on what it is I wanted. So I knew I wanted a minivan, and we knew that it had to be very soon that we would get it. And there were two colors I was looking at, deep red, and I was looking at gray. So on Monday, I dropped my husband off at the airport. And on the way home, I'm thinking, I kept getting this intuitive hit. Now, intuition is really big with law of attraction. It's about taking inspired action when you get these intuitive hits. And I kept getting in my mind's eye this image of a car dealership that was uh, on my way home. And even though from a practical perspective, it didn't make sense to me, and I'll share with you why in a second, I went ahead and I followed it. I said, okay, this doesn't make sense, but I'm going to follow it. And I did. And when I pulled up, I just bust up laughing because this auto dealership was Lexus, Porsche, Maserati BMW. I'm looking for a minivan for crying out loud. So I drive around the parking lot, and sure enough, what was in the back of the Lexus dealership? A gray Honda Odyssey and a red Toyota Sienna. Exactly the cars we were looking at. And the last words I said to my husband when he got out of the car were, You know, I want a gray Honda Odyssey. I want a gray car with a sunroof. That's what I wanted. I wanted a gray car with a sunroof. 
so I'm looking at these cars thinking, okay, what the heck? I'm following my intuition. And I walk into the Lexus dealership and the gentleman met me at the door and I told him what I was looking for. And he looked at me at point blank and said, ma'am, do you realize you're at a Lexus dealership? I go, yeah, I do. But I, there's uh, these two cars in the back and I want to look at them. And he had no clue what I was talking about. And he went back and he talked with somebody, I don't know, and he said, okay, let's take a walk. And we did. We went around the back and sure enough, the Honda Odyssey was the gray one. And I opened up the door and in the back was a page out of a child's drawing book, coloring book. What I realized was this thing was a trade-in. Then the gentleman informed me that the red uh, Sienna was actually an employee. Yeah, was an employee car. And that was when I learned that Lexus and Toyota uh, were the same company. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that. So we went back in again, and he kept trying to sell me a Lexus. I said, no, I don't want the Lexus. I want this thing. (laughs) I would like to try the Odyssey. And he brings it around. He says, you know, it hasn't been cleaned or anything. I said, that's fine. I got it. And I stepped into the car. Not only was it gray, the first thing I did was look up. There was the sunroof. To make a very long story short, now this, again, accident happened on Thursday. Here we are on Monday. I told them, I said, we're very interested. I can't do anything. I just dropped my husband off at the airport. He's not back until Friday. And he said, well, I don't know if it's going to be here that long. I said, if it's meant to be mine, it'll be mine. And he gave, he went back and got me a price and he handed me his business card. And I looked at this price and I said, these people have no clue what it is that they have here. Because what had I been doing? My research, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at this price going, you've got to be kidding me. These folks have no clue. So I said, okay, well, I have to wait until my husband lands and I will talk with him about this. And uh, so I walked away with the business card and the price. My husband landed. I said, look online, da 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 And we both laughed. I said, you know, this is the price you're giving us. But as he said, we can't do anything until Friday. Friday shows up. My husband gets in the car. By this time, I'm traveling. He calls me and says, we have a new car. To give you an idea of the price that they gave us, we got a phone call on Saturday, and the manager says, Mr. and Mrs. Wilderman, we have a problem. We quoted you cost. Would you be willing to pay $500 over? He said, yes, of course we would. We had no problems with that. And we ended up saving almost $10,000 on the vehicle. Wow. Okay, so my point is with all of this, step number one was I identified my desire. Okay. Step number two, I gave my desire attention. Step number three was allowing. And in that allowing, I listened to my intuition. And listening to my intuition, as impractical as it was, especially with where I was going, I attracted my car, which happened to be traded in the night before. That's how law of attraction works. How do you know whether you're getting intuition versus random thought? Well, you know, intuition is different for everybody. And this is what we teach in our intuitive leadership course. That's a great, great question. There are four kinds of intuition, and I call it the four clairs. Some people see things in pictures, and they're, you know, that's a clairvoyant type uh, skill. So they see things in pictures. They're masters at, at, at it's almost like a, um, the movie director. A lot of movie directors see things in pictures. 
there's also clear audience. People hear words. There's no rhyme or reason. They just hear specific words, and they learn how to take action on those words. Then we've got clear sentience, which is you just feel. It's that gotten, you know, that thing in your stomach, that that feeling in your heart that you just know that you need to do something. And then clear cognizance. Clear cognizance is just the knowing. The clear sensing is the feeling. Clear cognizant is the knowing. And all of us have all four of them. It's just we are um, one or two of them may be the ones that are uh, most important for us and who, how we're wired to work with. And once you get out of your heads, we tend to live in a very practical, tactical, and logical world. The thing is, the universe isn't based on practical, tactical, and logic. Um, you know, when we take uh, chances, everything conspires to work towards helping you either achieve or fail. And if you fail, it's about picking yourself up and keep going. But it's that fear of failure that gets in our way when we don't listen to the intuitive hits that come to us. When I was driving home from that airport, I could have very easily said, oh, gosh, you're taking me to a Lexus dealership or Porsche. That's not practical, tactical, or logical. So I'm going to go home. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I just chose to go with and play with it. Right. See what it was. How do you know? I mean, you get lots of these things, some of which... Mm-hmm don't make sense and they don't lead to anything and others don't make sense and they lead to something. Some of them make sense and they don't lead to anything. That's right. So, That's exactly right. All three of them are correct. All three of them are correct. And when you really begin to trust yourself, you're going to get clear on which of those three it is. There are times when I have followed my intuition and it didn't make sense. And it failed. But the learning I got from the failure was spectacular. And it allowed me to use that learning in other areas and other things. Hmm. To be able to become successful. So I use it all. And I teach my intuitive leadership groups to use it all. But it's about getting out of the fear part of it. Am I right or am I wrong? Am I right or am I wrong? If you have a need to be right all the time, you're going to be in trouble. Because being right doesn't all the time doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to attract what you want. Sometimes it's a good thing to be wrong because it's through that being wrong that you learn. Are there tips for increasing your chances of understanding which intuitions or which um, hits you ought to follow? Yes. One of the things that I do is, and this is really um, the most important thing, and that is to ask yourself, literally ask yourself the question, why do I want to do blah, blah, blah? And just listen to the answer that comes back. Why? Why do I want to do this? Why is this happening? Why is this project in front of me? And when you get really quiet and shift into your heart, and and I'm not talking about just the emotional heart. I'm literally talking about you shifting into your chest 
getting into your body. And a lot, and because when you connect into your body, the brain in the head and the brain in the heart actually become congruent. And athletes experience it as being in the zone. And when you're in the zone, everything becomes effortless. Everything. Uh, and, and again, this is very, very common in the athletic world to get into that zone. Uh, for those of us who aren't athletes, it's a little bit more challenging. So when we breathe deeply and shift into our heart, shift into that chest area, and just breathe deeply and allow, and just ask the question, why is this happening? Why? Uh, what do I need to do? And just allow however it needs to for the answers to come up and have a journal next to you and just start writing whatever it is that comes up. Whether it makes sense or not, just write it. Just write it down. Just keep writing it down. And eventually, when you keep doing this enough, you're going to get real clear on which intuitive hits feel good for you to follow and which ones you may not want to follow. The second piece is have a mentor or a coach that you can run these things by. Have a mentor or a coach that will support you. Someone that you can talk with about these things so that then you have another ear that you can listen to uh, who is listening to this and can give you a different perspective on what is going on. So many times we end up doing, wanting to do things on our own and when you look at the people who are really successful, most of them have a coach or most of them have a mentor who work with them or they're in a mastermind group where they share ideas to help them work through a lot of these intuitive hits and a lot of these ideas that manifest. Yeah, you mentioned um, a couple times your intuitive leadership group. Can you talk to us a little bit more yes. about that? Sure. I'm a... I'm a leadership nut. I've always been about leadership since I was a kid. And I've learned the importance of leadership through uh, my background as an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 18 years old. I've also been the former police officer, so leadership was very important to me then. I was one of, you know, in the 1980s as a female police officer. I knew that it was a very important thing uh, for me to be in that role. Uh, I'm also married to, my husband was in the military. And through leadership, I saw an awful lot of what can be done and, you know, negative and positive. And I'm working with other companies. My very first leadership role was uh, I was assistant manager of a restaurant. And I saw a lot of uh, a, a woman who I was hired with at the same time. We were both waitresses. When she became the dining room manager, she turned into uh, not a very nice person. And I learned a lot about leadership from there because people didn't want to work with her. So what I have done with all of the experiences and everything that I do, I have created a leadership group where I teach leaders how to truly communicate well with other people so that they can influence them and motivate them on their terms because people are motivated for their reasons, not our reasons. It's also about tuning into your intuition, learning how to do that, how to tap into the four clairs and how to really connect with yourself. Um, I have a technique called the inspirational boardroom that, that I walk people through in the group. We talk about values. What are the values of leadership? You know, 
but a lot of it depends on the environment that you're in, whether you're in a um, in the workplace or whether you're an entrepreneur. What are the specific skills that you need? We talk about attracting clients, attracting your ideal clients. Uh, we talk about stress management, how to, to control your stress levels so that you can really be the best that you can be. I have burned out multiple times, which caused me to burn my, uh, to lose my business and my children to see me curled up on a couch. It's not a real good feeling. And so I became a stress management coach in 2001 to teach other leaders how to prevent that kind of burnout because it affects everyone in your life. And there's a lot of other pieces that are attract that are attached to that leadership program. Uh, but those are the the foundational pieces. And each group is slightly different. And I limit the group in size. Um, so each group will be will take on its own culture, its own personality based on the people that are there. And then I work with them and coach them based on that. So it's a lot of fun and they get stronger in mind, body, and spirit. They become stronger business people, stronger entrepreneurs, stronger managers, stronger leaders, so that they can truly serve the people who cross their path. Okay. Where Where can people find out more information on this? Well, right now we are revamped. Actually, that program is being revamped as we speak. If they want to learn more about uh, my work and attraction the possi- and awaken the possibilities, they can go to awakenthepossibilities.com. There's a lot of information on there. Um, if they sign up for um, on the right side, you'll, they'll see that there's an opportunity to get a download, a stress relief download, and it's a handout that they get where I walk them through different steps. If they sign up for that and it's a freebie, uh, I will be able to then send them information once we finish up. We're uh, we're about two weeks away from finishing up that specific web page and making it look really good. Okay. Well, I want to go back to the law of attraction. You were starting to walk us through the steps where step one, identify what you want. Step two, give it attention. Step three, Allow and listen to your intuition. Correct. Those what are the comes three after steps. that? Those are the three steps. It's that oh, simple. okay. No, that's it. It is three steps. And the results formula is your perception creates your words, your words create your thoughts, your thoughts create your vibes, and your vibes create your results. Huh, okay. Great. It is that How it, did you it get is a involved with law of attraction. It found me when I was a kid, really. Things would keep landing in my lap, and I'm like, how did I, how did I do that? <laughs> how did I do that? And then when my um, – and I've always listened to my intuition. Intuition has always been a really, really big thing for me. Uh, it's just a part of who I am. And then when I attracted my home, and it was a 99% match, to the physical list that I had written. And there were a lot of homes that were close, but I said, I'm not settling. I'm not settling. I'm not settling. I'm keeping this. The day I gave up control, this was 1998. Uh, I was adopting my, my youngest, uh, my boy. We were buying a house and I was writing my first book. My stress levels were off the charts. 
And I just looked at my husband and said, I can't do this anymore. I, wait, let's let go of the house and we'll rent for one more year. The next day, the house showed up. I was like, really? Okay, <laughs> we can do this. <laughs> and notice I gave up control. You gain control when you give up control. You gain control when you give up control. And the next day, the house showed up, and I ran over, and it was at the height of, you know, people were just running all over each other trying to buy houses. And um, I drove around the corner, and I saw the home, and I just knew that was it. And we, we walked in with our list, and my husband was sitting there going, oh, geez, every single thing, everything. And I'm talking to the hammock between two trees and the wooden swing in the backyard, the finished basement, and they even left behind the refrigerator and the uh, shelving that I wanted. Every single thing was there. Everything. Wow. It was the most ridiculous thing on the planet. And that's, and oh, by the way, it was owned by my dentist, who sold us the house for only 3000 more than we had budgeted. Because he wanted me to have the house. That's when I realized there's something going on here that I need to, that I really need to understand. And it was then that I uh, found Michael Loger's book, The Law of Attraction, and I owned my own leadership center at the time. I owned my own leadership center from 2001 to 2009, and I used his book as a workbook and teaching other people how to work with Law of Attraction, uh, managers and leaders. It was called the Winds of Change Holistic Education Leadership Center. And I got certified with Michael in 2012. So that's how Law of Attraction found me. It sounds to me as though that first step of identifying what you want is perhaps the most critical. It is. Oh, without question. It is. And there are lots of, there are exercises in between each of those steps that we walk people through in the workshop. And I merged the the law of attraction, whether it's a customer service program or whether it's a leadership program or a stress management program, these three steps are integrated within the program. And we use the exercises that are associated with each of them um, to really help people create clarity, whether it's goal setting or, trying to figure out what it is you want with the rest of your life. Uh, just the other day, I was working with two young women who wanted to find love in their life, and we got really clear on the type of guys they didn't want. Okay, and, and uh, I'll share with you the exercise we do for step number one. If you take out a piece of paper, fold it in half, on the left side, from one to 10 to 20, whatever, you write down everything you don't want about the specific thing. These ladies, they did. Um, they wrote. I had them write down ten things that they did not want in uh, a boyfriend. And then we took it even deeper. I think we ended up at twenty. And then on the right side of the paper, we wrote the exact opposite. Because what happens is we tend to focus on what we don't want so much that that's what we keep getting. The goal is to focus on what we want. So this exercise helps you get very clear on what you don't want. And step number one, say you want you don't want someone who is overweight. Okay? I'll just throw that out. That was one of the things they said. They don't want somebody who's overweight. They want somebody who's fit and trim is the exact opposite. Healthy, fit and trim. Okay? 
number two may be I want somebody who is taller than I am. I don't want somebody who's shorter than I am. The opposite is I want someone who's taller than I am. And I may take them to a point where, okay, how tall do you want them to be? Okay. Uh, so, and then we go down step by step by step and write the exact opposite on the right side. Then you fold that paper in half and you focus so only on what it is that you want. And that's what I had done with my house without understanding what I was doing. I actually created a list of everything I didn't want because being military, we moved 10 times in 12 years. I lived in a lot of houses. I knew what I did not want. Mm -hmm. And it allowed me to write down everything I did want. And that's all I focused on. And that's how I got my house. And it was the same thing with the car. Okay. But I also trusted my intuition. I wasn't willing to settle. I knew that what I wanted would show up. And it did. Because I trusted Do you have some it. examples on, from the, on the business side? Yes, uh, clients. I know exactly what kind of clients I don't want. I don't want clients who aren't willing to do the work. I want clients who do want to do the work. I don't want clients who aren't committed. I want clients who are committed. I don't want clients who are going to complain about everything. I want clients who are going to talk with me about what's not working and, and work with me to help and allow me to work with them to help them shift. I don't want clients who hire me just for the sake of hiring me and don't want to do the work. I want clients who do the work. Um, and I also talk about uh, with customer service, with people who are hiring folks. This is almost like a, um, there are a lot of profiles out there that when you bring two or three people together from a company to identify who is the ideal candidate for a specific job, you end up writing down what you don't want in that job, and it results in the kind of behaviors you want in that job. Therefore, they can then attract energetically a lot of the uh, right kinds of employees that they want. And then when the prospect comes in and they take the same profile, they can see where there's a match. So the goal is creating the match, whether it's an employee, whether it's a prospect and future client, uh, whether it's a customer. It's about getting very clear on what kind of customers you don't want, what kind of clients you don't want, and what kind of employees you don't want. And then that spurs you into getting clear on the employee you want, the customer you want, the client you want. Very interesting. So you have Workshops. Are these workshops different from your uh, intuitive leadership group? Yes. Yes. And, and each one of them are, each, each of these workshops are included in the, in the intuitive leadership process. And we do do webinars. Um, right now I have the Hangout with Cherry shows. I have the Attractionpreneur Hangout show where I have guests who come in, uh, of which you and I have talked about you coming in and being interviewed on the show. But we are constantly giving uh, offering opportunities for our listeners to listen. And we also have uh, the book series, the Attraction Premier Book Series, where we bring people in who are authors and publishers, and, they, and they're all business. It's all, it's all nonfiction business. And they share their information, their how-tos, and how they attracted what they did. As this, these are all vehicles and examples to help other people see what is possible. 
the workshops we do offer are uh, Zap the Stress, which is included in the leadership group, uh, Let's Communicate, which is DISC, the Intuitive Leadership Program, and again, we get into customer service, which was based on my first book in 1998 of uh, customer courtesy. And the workshops keep going on and on because we also bring in guest presenters. So it really depends on the needs of the audience or the needs of the customer at that time. I don't have all the answers. For example, I'm not going to sit there and talk about social media. That's not my expertise. But I'll bring somebody in to work with that side of it for entrepreneurs. And these, the workshops are virtual or they're in person? Most of them right now are virtual. We are going to be doing a in-person event in October in Newport, Rhode Island. Where it'll be a three-day event for entrepreneurs. It'll be, it's called the Attractionpreneur Business Bootcamp. And it'll be an opportunity where a lot of these topics are going to be touched on. And the goal is to help them network with fellow entrepreneurs to create connections so that they can grow their businesses from that perspective. Sounds like a great event. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. As soon as we get the uh, location and the dates, I will let you know. We don't have that those set up just yet. We're in the process of doing that, too. So it's going to be very exciting. And I understand, Terry, that you're writing a new book. Yes, I am. It's called The Enchanted Boardroom, How to Evolve into an Unstoppable Intuitive Leader. And we are expecting that it will come out in the fall. So we will... That's the hope. That's the goal. So it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. It it sounds great. So what are the types of things that you have, that you cover in that book and who's, who's it written for? The book is written for entrepreneurs primarily. However, people who are career professionals, who are in management and leadership will get an awful lot from it. Uh, I will be talking about networking. Networking alchemy is one of my favorite topics on how to create connections within the organization as well as when you're out and about. Again, we're going to be talking about communications. I'm going to be getting into everything I've already talked about before that we talked about with the leadership group. All of those topics are going to be targeted in this book. Uh, from making from decision making to goal setting to working with law of attraction. Uh, and how to actually tune into yourself to get the answers that you need. And that's part of the Zap the Stress, which is going to be in there also. Great. Anything else that you can suggest, some tips or tools to help us increase our results and, uh, and implement the Law of Attraction? Absolutely. I highly, highly recommend that folks get their hands on Michael Loger, that's L-O-S-I-E-R, get their hands on Michael Loger's Law of Attraction book. It's excellent. Uh, he writes it very well. It is He takes a very practical and logical approach to the Law of Attraction. It explains the Law of Attraction in such a congruent way, and it's what I use and recommend in my own trainings. It's that good of a book. So if there's any gift I can give you folks, uh, your, your listeners, is get your hands on that book. It's really good. Okay. Really and is that that's available on Amazon? It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, yes. 
and it's available. I, I think he has it like in, in 15 different languages. It, it's wow. in Spanish. I bought a book from my mother in Spanish. Uh, it's, it's there. He's, it, it's a great book. It truly is. It truly is. It's very, very good. Excellent. So that's really, really my, I, I can't say more about which book to buy. <laughs> that, that, that one is, that's it. Let's get that one. I'm sure that, um, that a lot of people have heard of The Secret. And yes. I have to say that um, when I first listened to the tape, I wasn't that impressed, but I was more impressed with the book. Mm-hmm. What's your take on The Secret? I love the movie The Secret. It was a wonderful movie because it it put the law of attraction out there. However, what happened with The Secret was that it talked about law of attraction. It didn't share with folks how to actually attract what they want. I mean, it's sort of silly to show a guy in a bathroom sitting on the couch pretending that he's driving um, and expecting the car to show up. Visualization is important, which that man was doing. Uh, sitting there and playing and acting like you have it is very important, which is what that man was doing in the movie. However, it's also about taking inspired action and working towards your goal when you get those intuitive hits, just like we did. We actually went to parking lots. We actually went to places. Uh, we actually looked for what we wanted. It's not just about sitting on the couch and, on the couch and saying, hey, send it to me. It doesn't always work. That's not how it works. <laughs> you know. And that was the biggest criticism of that movie, which has since been remedied, oh, by the way, with follow-up books that they have, that, that, um, I forget the name of the author of that book. Um, she has followed up with various books that address that issue. Yeah, I would agree with you that, uh, while the concept was intriguing, there wasn't a lot of information on how to implement it. Right. And that's what Michael does. Michael teaches how to implement it. And he was actually asked to be in that movie. And intuitively, he turned it down. Uh, so he has stepped away. You know, he stepped away from it. Something didn't feel right for him. And, and he walked away from it. And his book was written before the movie came out. So, um, and it worked out very, it has actually worked out very well for him. So he followed his intuition. I would imagine that it might have worked out well for him either way because the people who were in it probably did very nicely. Uh, I, I can't say. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Uh, you know that, that would be that would be a wonderful thing. I know that um, Esther and Jerry Hicks were asked to be in it. They stepped away from the project. So whatever is right for the people that were there, they were the folks who were meant to share that message with the world. And I'm very grateful for them because they at least opened the door to it. Right. And so it a, sounds like it um, wasn't much of a secret. Well, it's a great no. <laughs> absolutely. You are absolutely correct. I haven't heard anybody say that, say it like that. And you are so right. Well, sounds as though it's something that that every generation has known, but perhaps not everybody in every generation. But the that difficulty is, is is trying to figure out how to make it work for you. Yes, yes, it really is. It really is. That is the uh, uh, understanding how it works for you, and understanding how powerful 
how powerful a manifester one can be if we get out of our own way. There's some crazy things that I had done that didn't make any sense and ended up being very highly successful. And I just sit there scratching my head like, okay, thank you, intuition. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, that's that's the hard part is because you, you get bombarded with things and how do you know which ones to listen to? But I, well, I that's appreciate right. your advice. You breathe, you let go of control, and you just ask the question, why is this coming to me? Right. And hopefully you get an answer. Yeah, well, it's just have paper and pencil with you and just get out of your own way and, and just jot down whatever comes up. Just write it. No matter how nonsensical it may mean, just maybe just write it down right. and look well, at it after. For us type A's, that's not so easy. Oh, got it. I had to learn how to do it myself. Believe me, it is, it can be. And here's one of the things for those who are type A's, we also have choices. One of the things that when we, um, either a type A, type B, type C, whatever you are, whether you're a dominant, influential, steady, or conscientious, the bottom line, the absolute bottom line is we always And when we ask ourselves the question, what do I choose? I choose A, does that feel good? doesn't feel good. Or B, how does that feel? On a scale of 1 to 10, how does A feel? Is 10 feeling fantastic? Oh, it's a 4. On a scale of 1 to 10, how does B feel? It's a 7. Oh, okay, that's better. We'll go that way. So it's always about finding the match. I'll try it. Can't, can't lose, right? That's right. Oh, no, it's always about winning. It's always about winning. It's always about, no matter what, whether you win or lose, you're still the winner. Because even when you lose, you still win because you learn so much. Well, Terry, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate all of the information you shared. There's so much that we have to learn as business people. Yes, we do. Whether it's marketing or leadership or uh, strategy or whatever, that I really appreciate your being able to share with us today how we can all grow as leaders through the, the results formula that you shared, the three steps to manifesting, uh, listening to our intuition, making choices. And, um, and of course, there's other ways that we can excel in those through your webinars and your workshops. Uh, so I want to make sure that everybody knows how they can get in touch with you for that additional information. Yes. And again, just go to www.awaken thepossibilities.com that would, That's the best way to, to reach you? Yes. Just go to the website and they will get my email is there, my phone number is there. Uh, my phone number is 401-849-5900 401-849-5900 
very good. Excellent. Thanks so much. And uh, the recording will be available soon. I will send you a copy of it. It will be up on the website for people to listen to as well. Well, thank you so very, very much. This was a lot of fun. Excellent. Take care. Take care. Thank you.